0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Praise God forevermore. So I'm going to continue from where we left off last week. One of the main things we've been teaching in this series on new creation wisdom, which is a part of the Total Life Transformation series we are doing, is that we have to get the wisdom of God. You have to lay hold on the wisdom of God. It's available for you. Um, It resides inside you as a new creation, but you've got to get it and use it. And we've shared on how you can do that. Number one, you can pray for wisdom. Um, James 1, 5 to 8 teaches about that. Number two, we talked about this last week. You can speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. So you ought to develop a habit and a lifestyle of speaking in other tongues regularly. Speaking in tongues regularly, you're in the bathroom, you're driving to work, or you are doing something else that doesn't necessarily require your full attention. You can develop the habit of speaking the wisdom of God in a mystery. The third one I would like to share with you, I'm going to start with that this morning, is that you can learn wisdom. Learn wisdom. Wisdom ought to be learned. Go with me to the book of Proverbs, and we start reading from Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1 from verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction. To perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. To give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge, and discretion verse 5 a wise man will hear and increase learning increase learning a man of understanding will attain wise counsel to understand a proverb and an enigma the words of the wise and their riddles and in verse 7 it says the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge or the beginning of wisdom but fools despise wisdom and instruction praise god by the way there what he said in verse 7 the fear of the lord that's another thing you can add to the color of wisdom that we talked about last week where there's no reverence for god no respect for god no honor for god wisdom is already walking out of the door praise god so here we see solomon teaching us and instructing us to learn wisdom you, you sit under a teacher. He said there, I was the, I'm the son of David. David was his instructor of wisdom. And that's how you get it. That's a major, major way to get wisdom. Um, I'm reminded uh, about something recently. I was watching the news. And one of the doctors that was treating COVID-19 patients, started talking about the fact that they are now six months into this pandemic, and several months after it had hit the shores, I think it was an American doctor, they are now wiser today on how to treat people that have coronavirus. In fact, what what struck me, one of the things that struck me that he said was that there are things that they were doing in the first month when the crisis began that today they now realize that they were actually even killing the patients quicker. There are some things they've learned. They are now wiser in handling... um, the virus. They know more about the virus. They've studied the virus and they're able to treat it wiser. Six months after the virus started. Now, compare that to the story of the children of Israel in the wilderness church. We've been learning about them. And the Bible told us that they were wandering around mountains and circling around mountains and wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, going around the same mountain, making the same mistakes for 40 years. And here is somebody else that six months later realized what I was doing six months ago was foolish and now I can treat the patients better. The death rate has come down because they are wiser about handling the crisis that was facing them. So I go back to the question we asked last week, are you any wiser today? Are you wiser today? And I think it's important for us to realize that the spirit of wisdom, the Holy Spirit, that's one of the names it's called in scriptures. The spirit of wisdom is primarily a teaching spirit. That's one major way the Holy Ghost is going to be able to communicate what he has to communicate to you. Oh, yes, he's a spirit of power. He can do all that things. But he's, when we talk about the spirit of wisdom, he is primarily a teaching spirit. Um, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 to 7 again. Solomon still speaking. My son or my daughter, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. it's talking about learning here. Incline your ear to wisdom. Apply your heart to understanding. Verse 3. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver... And search for hearts, for hidden treasures. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. Somebody needs to lay hold on this. The Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Verse seven. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those that walk uprightly. Glory be to God. God gives wisdom. God stores up wisdom, but we access what God gives and what God stores up for us through learning. Praise God. Go to Proverbs chapter 4. A similar lesson is, is stated there for us. Proverbs 4 from verse 1. Hear, my children, the instruction. Take notes of these words that is keeps repeating in all these teachings. The instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. We are reading verses 1 to 7 again. I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. Watch this carefully. When I was my father's son, Solomon teaching here, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, verse 4, he also taught me, he taught me and he said to me, let your heart retain my words, praise God, keep my commandments and live, get wisdom. You see, we, we quote this part, get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget, do not turn away from the words of my mouth, do not forsake her and she will preserve you, love her, she will keep you, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom and in all you're getting, get understanding. How do you get wisdom? The main thing he's saying here is learn it. Sit under your father, sit under your mother, sit under a teacher, sit under an instructor and learn it. Glory be to God. Wisdom is to be learned. I love what Proverbs 9.12 says. You know, sometimes when you try to teach people, some people tend to be stubborn, like I was talking about in those passages. Proverbs 9.12, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you will bear it alone. If we are teaching you wisdom and instructing you in wisdom and you sit down and take the lesson and learn, you are the one that will enjoy the benefits. But if you decide to be rebellious and you refuse to learn, you are the one that will suffer the consequences of your foolishness by yourself. So how do I learn wisdom, pastor? How do I learn wisdom? Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I said, subscribe to the school of wisdom. Just like a child will go to school, go to school. Uh, But in this case, this is a school of life. The instructor here or the principal here, the primary teacher is the Holy Spirit. He will teach through men. He will teach through books. He will teach through sermons. But the Holy Ghost is your primary instructor. And the syllabus or the curriculum is the Word of God, the Scriptures. Hallelujah. So we read from 2 Timothy chapter 3. I want to read it again. This time I'll start from verse 15. Second Timothy um, 3 and 15. And from childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make you wise for salvation. Hallelujah. Through faith that is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. We talked about these four things. Doctrine, reproof, correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Again, when we say doctrine we are referring to your belief systems. The, the, the things that you are resting, what you believe, the things you believe in on, your belief system, the ideas and the concepts and the insights that you have for living. Things that are framing your life. When we talk of reproof, we are referring to objection or correction. I mean, objection or disapproval. You want to do something and your instructor tells you, no, don't do it that way. No, that's not the way to go. Sometimes that's how wisdom comes to us. Correction is talking about altering your course. A wrong road will never get you to the right destination. Some of you in this second half of the year, you need to change the course of the road you are on. Alteration and modification. And then the fourth one there is instructions in righteousness. Talking about you being given direction. This is what to do concerning your finances. This is what to do concerning your health. Things we talked about in the discussion panel today. This is what to do concerning your relationships, your marriage, instructions, and that requires discipline to walk in. The times we are in, this kind of challenging times we are in, we, we, need, we need to understand this. Your doctrine, where divine health and healing is concerned, it needs to be sound, it needs to be solid. With this deadly virus flying up and down the place, you need to know that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And you need to know how to walk in that healing. That's how the wisdom of God to keep yourself healed and strong will come. You should be grounded in the truths concerning how God provides for his people in times of famine, in times of economic difficulty. We are not the first generation to face economic challenges. Abraham faced it in his day. Isaac faced it in his day, all through scriptures, people faced economic challenges, which is a by um, another challenge that's coming out of this global pandemic. But we need to be established doctrinally in the truth concerning the fact that the Lord is our shepherd. He will provide for us at this time. So I want to encourage you again, pay attention to the things we are teaching on how to navigate this season things we are teaching in this Sunday morning services, the things Dr. K is teaching from the Unboxed Church, hallelujah, read good books. If you are struggling with your health or your marriage, go and get good books, scriptural books, that will give, enlighten your understanding about what the word of God says. The word of God is the syllabus. What the word of God says concerning your healing, your relationships, your finances, and let the spirit of God instruct you with wisdom concerning those things. We we see in the scriptures over and over again, documented stories of how people navigated challenging times. You you can go to Abraham's story in Genesis and Isaac's story, and you will see the things they did when they were faced with famine and the steps that the Holy Spirit led them to take and learn wisdom from them. I'm talking about learning wisdom this morning. Let me use the story of the widow of Zarephath. And I want to talk to you about wisdom lessons from that widow. She was also, um, a story um, covered the time of famine. First Kings chapter 17 from verses 8 to 24. I've referred to this story a lot in the course of this, uh, the teachings we are doing during this global pandemic. We won't have time to read the entire text. You can read it at home, particularly if you are not too familiar with it. But, but there are wisdom lessons we can learn from that woman's story. I want to point out three powerful things concerning her that you can learn from. Number one, she heard from God. Man, that is wisdom. In a time of crisis, in a time of economic challenges, the number one person you need to hear from is God. Verse 9 of the text tells us God commanded her to take care of the prophet. She heard it. God told Elijah that um, in verse 9. You see, that's instruction in righteousness. Instruction in righteousness. I'm wondering how many people are going through this global pandemic and you can't clearly say what God has told you. That's a lesson in wisdom you need to learn. You need to know how to hear from God. I have not heard. Go and pray. See God's face. God, tell me what I need to do at this time. She heard from God. She got an instruction in righteousness. Take care of the prophets. Number two. Look at this other wisdom you can learn from her story. She was guided by a prophet. She was guided by the prophet. You see that in verses 13 to 15. When Elijah came and he told her to make a meal for her, she, watch this. Even though she had heard from God, and this is a very powerful lesson here. Some people think because they are hearing from God, they don't need a prophet in their lives. No. She had heard from God to take care of the prophet, but when the prophet came, she didn't want to do what God told her. She didn't want to do what God told her. So she said, I only have um, a little meal and I'm just going to cook it for myself and my son. We are going to eat and we are going to die. But then the prophet guided, guided her. And that's where reproof and correction come in. He, co- he reproved her. No, don't do that. Make for me first. He disagreed with her. Don't make the mistake of feeding you and your son first. Make for me first. And he said, as long as I live, the barrel of meal will not waste. The cruse of oil will not run dry. He changed that course. Correction. And that's what helped her. Number three lesson I want you to learn from this woman's story is that she experienced the impossible in a time of crisis. I pray for you in this season. You will see the mighty arm of God do impossible things for you and your household in the name of Jesus. She had just one meal. But when she aligned with divine wisdom and did what God told her to do, she had meal, meals upon meals, every day all through the crisis. And if you read the story, if you go on, God wasn't just intending to feed her during the famine. Now, she didn't know this. And it's possible Elijah too didn't know it. Down the road, her son was going to die. Look at this global pandemic we are seeing. People are dying. They are not just dying from the disease of COVID. Some people are dying from blood pressure or anxiety or other things because of the economic challenges that are coming. Her son died down the road. But thank God she had a prophet in her life. And thank God she had a prophet in her house. And God raised that child from the dead. Hallelujah. That, that's, that's the entire text. That, that's the story of the entire text. So we, we, you read stories like this and you learn. You learn. What is God telling me to do in this season? There's crisis and chaos everywhere. But God is speaking to me. What is God passing across to me through my pastors? And through the men of God and the teachers and instructors God has put in my life. So that where I'm about to make a wrong move. I can be reproved. And when I'm on the wrong course, I can alter my course. Hallelujah. And what are the things that God wants to deliver me for in my future? See, that woman, this, w- w- the, the fact that she was able to experience those miracles, it had to do with the doctrine. In our days, some people will tell you not to honor men of God or not to give to men of God. You see, they have the wrong doctrine the wrong ideas and concepts for living thank god this woman was not like that now if you study this story in the new testament when jesus preached about her story he said there were many widows in zarephath but to none was elijah sent except this woman maybe it's because god knew she had the right doctrine at this one they've taught her in a synagogue to take care of men of god when god speaks to them not the one that be making fun of men of god on social media God could have had many widows, but only her was the one God sent to. She had the right doctrine. So you can see the practical applications of those four ways wisdom come to us in that story. Learn wisdom. Don't live life without the wisdom of God for this season. Hallelujah. Let me give you a fourth one before we begin to pray this morning. Another way wisdom can come to us. So wisdom can come when we ask in prayer. Wisdom can come when we speak Mysteries. Speaking in other tongues, wisdom can come when we learn. When we learn, we sit down and we learn as we ought to learn. And then wisdom can come by impartation. Impartation. What do you mean? Look at the scriptures with me. Deuteronomy chapter 34 from verse 9. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands on him. It's not because he prayed. It's not because he spoke in tongues. It's not because he was a student. No, it's because Moses laid hands on him. A spirit was imparted upon his life through Moses, the man of God that was over him. Numbers chapter 11, another wonderful story of impartation. Verse 16, God told Moses, gather all the elders of Israel, meet me at the tabernacle. And in verse 16, God said, then I, God speaking, I will come down and talk with you there. And I will take of the spirit that is upon you, Moses, and I will put the same spirit upon them, the elders, and they will bear the burden of the people with you, that you may not bear it all by yourself. Impartation. It wasn't about their prayer. It's about God taking the anointing that was upon Moses, putting it upon the elders. And of course, I'm sure many of us are familiar with the story of Elijah and Elisha. Second Kings chapter 2. I'll read one verse just to point out that um, what we're talking about here. Verse 15. Now, when the sons of the prophets, 2 Kings 2 and 15, when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they saw Elisha, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. Elisha was just coming from beyond the Jordan. He had been imparted with a double portion of the anointing that was upon Elijah. The spirit of Elijah does rest upon Elisha. And they came to meet him and bow to the ground before him. Hallelujah. How can I be imparted with wisdom? As I begin to close this one, I'm going to give you three powerful keys under this as well. Number one, embrace the responsibility of sonship. Whether it's Joshua we are talking about, whether it's the elders of Israel we are talking about, or Elisha, there were sons in the house. They were serving in the house under their father. Joshua was serving Moses. Elisha was serving Elijah. The elders were serving under Moses. I mean... And God took the anointing. You see, every house has an anointing. King's word has an anointing. But the, 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 the anointing, and that includes the anointing of wisdom, it's only placed on sons. It's not placed on the children. And in every house, there are sons and there are children. The sons are those that have embraced the responsibility of sonship. What do I mean by that? Have a heart for the concerns of the house and for the kingdom of God. Have a house, a heart. The concerns of the house and or for the kingdom of God and when you are in that place where you've embraced the responsibility of sonship God can take the anointing upon the fathers your father and your father's father's your father's father's and put it upon you because that's what it's for God can take the wisdom that is operating on them put it upon you praise God number two thing, thing you can do here follow closely follow your fathers closely follow your teachers closely follow your mentors closely follow closely and do it willingly and honorably they are not going to force you to do this thing They are not going to force you there's an anointing upon us in Kingswood. there's an anointing upon dr k and we've seen that anointing different generations of people god has taken of that anointing upon him by the grace of God, next month we'll be marking 30 years since Dr. K received the call to raise a supernatural army. But that spirit, God has taken it from just Dr. K, and not just, um, he has taken it on from Dr. K and put it upon several sons and daughters in the house. Why? They follow closely, they follow willingly, and they follow honorably. So you see, Joshua, Moses will go up to the mountain to fast and pray. Joshua will stay at the foot of the mountain. It wasn't only Moses that did 40 days fasting. For two times. Joshua did it with him. You see Elisha going across the Jordan. Going to Gilgal. Going to the different cities with Elijah. While the other sons of the prophets were staying afar. Well, he got the impartation. They didn't get it. Hallelujah. And the third and powerful care will share with you concerning this is to have a strong desire. Have a strong desire. The anointing upon the house. The anointing upon my fathers. Desire it. Want it. It's not going to be forced on you second um, kings 2 10 let me go to scripture concerning this one elijah told um, elisha what will you have me to do for you he said i want a double portion of your spirit look at what elijah, elijah told him in verse, two, um, verse 10 so he said you have asked for a hard thing nevertheless if you see me when i'm taken from you it shall be so for you but if you don't see me it shall not be so in other words if you can keep your eyes on me focus on me if your desire can be so strong you really really want it you won't get easily distracted you will get it but if you get easily distracted if your desire is not that strong it's not going to be so well Elisha wanted it and he got it and so shall be your story in jesus name amen i want to remind you again as we close we are talking about god transforming our lives total life transformation and he does that through the spirit of wisdom and this spirit teaches us. Let me close with this verse here. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all... I love that. It's for every one of us. God has not left anybody out. People disqualify themselves. They disqualify themselves by not praying, by not speaking, by not learning. But thank God the provision is for all of us. We all with unveiled face. Our eyes are opened beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed, hallelujah, into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is transforming us. It's transforming us. The Spirit of wisdom is transforming us. The Spirit of revelation as we behold. And I decree that will be your portion in this season. Come on, lift your hands where you are. Begin to magnify God. Begin to bless God this morning. Thank God for that spirit of wisdom and revelation coming upon you. Thank God for grace to learn. Thank God that you are positioned to lay hold on wisdom, to get wisdom. And thank God that you are receiving the very wisdom you need for this season. Begin to magnify God where you are. And ask the Holy Spirit to grant you wisdom on a whole new level. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. You are at a level of glory right now. Let the Spirit of God reveal another dimension of glory to you. From glory to glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Look at 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29 with me. We're going to pray again concerning wisdom this morning. 1 Kings 4 and 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom. Every time we think about the story of Solomon, we are very clear about this Father, God gave him wisdom. And that's true. God gave him wisdom. But watch what God did as well. And exceedingly great understanding and largeness of hearts like the sand of a sea on the seashore glory be to God so not only did God give him wisdom God gave him a heart that was willing to learn a large heart Solomon was always learning and if you read the book of proverbs and ecclesiastes it documented the things he learned from his father from his mother from his teachers God gave him that hunger to learn and that's how the impartation of wisdom that came was sustained all those years that it was sustained in his life. Pray with me this morning. Ask God like he did for Solomon. God grant me exceedingly great understanding and largeness of heart like the sand on the seashore. Give me a heart and a mind that wants to learn, that yearns to learn, that is hungry to learn, that wants to find out something new from God. Come on, open your mouth and begin to pray. That's how you get wisdom. It's a major, major way to have wisdom. Be willing to learn. Give me, O oh God, exceedingly great understanding. In this season. Help me to learn what I need to learn. The books I need to read, help me to read them, oh God. I receive grace. I receive strength. The conferences I need to attend, the trainings I need to attend, whatever it is I need to learn. Give me a hunger and a passion and a desire to learn. Exceedingly great understanding and largeness of hearts like the sand on the seashore. Come and pray for that this morning. Pray for that, pray for that. Exceedingly great understanding and largeness of heart in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Pray with me again from 2 Kings chapter 2. Please pray this morning. A lot of things happen when we pray. Miracles happen when we pray. Our God is a prayer hearing and answering God you have not because you ask not 2nd Kings chapter 2 if you need to kneel down kneel down if you need to sit sit if you want to stand and pace do whatever you need to do be in a prayer posture glory be to God 2nd Kings 2 and verse 9 and so it was when they had crossed over Elijah said to Elisha ask ask Impartation comes when we ask, ask, what may I do for you before I'm taken from you? Elisha said, please, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. How did Elisha get that double portion? He asked for it. I want us to pray this morning. And I think this is very, very timely, particularly as we come to this 30th anniversary celebration in this ministry. Since the time Dr. K received the call to raise a supernatural land, I want everyone that is king's word, every son, every daughter in the house, ask God this morning, let the spirit upon my father and upon my father's fathers. Let it come upon me. Let it come in a double portion. Let it come in a triple portion. Let it come in a quadruple portion. Ask. Lift your hands where you are. Let the Spirit upon my fathers and my father's fathers. Let it come upon me. In this day, in this season, you have not because you ask not. Elisha asked. I want you to ask this morning. Let the anointing upon my father, Dr. K, come upon me. Let the anointing upon my father's fathers, um, Reverend Victor Adeyemi, Reverend George Adebui, let it come upon me in this season, in a double portion, in a triple portion, in a quadruple portion. Ask. 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 Thank you Lord for an impartation Impartation There's an anointing on the house There's a spirit of wisdom on the house It has kept us for over 30 years We are stronger today We are wiser today We are richer today We are more impactful today Than we were 30 years ago When Dr. K received this commission And that same spirit I pray and I prophesy over you It's coming afresh upon you right now Upon every member of your household In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, come on. Give God praise for that wherever you are this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We receive an impartation of the spirit of wisdom upon our Father and upon our Father's fathers. In Jesus' name. I want to pray for anyone that may be watching with us today in this service. You are not born again. You've not surrendered your life to Jesus. You've not become a son of God yet, or a daughter of God. This is your opportunity. God loves you. And God died to save you. Please pray this simple prayer with me. Dear God in heaven, I acknowledge I am a sinner in need of salvation. I also acknowledge that Jesus came to this world. He died for me. He took my place. And today, Lord Jesus, I ask, come into my heart. Come into my life. Make me one of yours. I receive you. Come on, declare it. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to know God heard you and God has answered you. And your life will never be the same again. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsworth Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsworth Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop of Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMIAfrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00000640.